Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Pretty good. Excellent. I'm startled by the smoothness of your start. How many rules we are there? We didn't do like a countdown or anything or didn't say brace yourself. Normally I'm like, are you ready? Okay, <laughs> yeah, take, yeah. Take I usually say it like three times because yeah, I'm sure not ready? ready. No, because you're like, I need to hang on. Let me put this thing over here and do this thing. And totally true. Breath. Totally true. Today I was just like, and we're doing it. To be fair, beforehand you were like, come on, let's go. Yeah, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how many rules in this podcast, Jared? Zero. None. Nada. No rules. Zilch. Zippo. <laughs> Goose egg. This is... Uh, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about, though. Speak for yourself. I'm just oh. going to be sitting here listening to you <laughs> explain things, and I'm going to learn <laughs> new things about the whole time. <laughs> about our life, yes. Like, oh, that was us? <laughs> Interesting. We are drinking uh, the Getaway, which Ugh. has been our cocktail the week before, but it's real delish. It's a great. It's like my go-to drink these days because it's like savory. Yeah, it's got chinar, 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 artichoke liqueur in it. It doesn't mean anything to anyone. If you try it, though, it's delicious. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's very bitter by itself. Artichoke liqueur sounds stupid. Doesn't taste anything like an artichoke. So, nobody eats. Ar- what do you? What artichoke? You just like. Don't you? Isn't that the one where you like? Put it like a flower and you scrape it with your teeth? What a stupid (laughs) fruit or thing. Could you make a dumber thing to eat? Like maybe lobsters or crabs are worse, but but this is like ridiculous amount of effort compared to how little you scrape off with your teeth. That's probably one of those foods where it's like you burn more calories eating it than are actually. I mean, I like the ritual. I think you dip it in something. Oh yeah, like grease. It's like oil or something. Well, grease is Grease is a word you use a it's lot. It's like olive oil or something. I think it means something different in English than maybe it does in German, or it means something different than it does in your head. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, oil. I think it's olive oil. And grease is like a leftover. It's, it's definitely got a negative connotation unless it's for a car. Well, I like it in cars. <laughs> anyway, artichokes. Yeah. Like, no. Good shape. Mm-hmm. But then pineapples are similar shape and they taste better. That's true. I also really want to like, like we get spinach artichoke dip and stuff, but and I always end up kind of just ignoring the artichoke The spinach part. is the good part, yeah. And then also all the cheese. Yeah, well, of course. You could have just <laughs> cheese. That would be better than just... But you got to have something green in there or else it doesn't count. That spinach. Why is there an artichoke in there? Anyway, artichoke. Know. People put like, for welcome signs, they use... Pineapples, not artichokes. True. Like, here, welcome to my house. Here's a freaking artichoke. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. This this artichoke liqueur that's in the getaway is very good. (laughs) The getaway is a great drink. Ooh, nice. Way to bring it back there. I'd forgotten entirely why we were ragging (laughs) on artichokes. But I'm in, man. Okay. Uh, So we had planned on doing this update podcast yesterday to just talk about voodoo and his like trip to the vet yeah now we have double voodoo trip to the vet updates like it's one of those things if we hadn't if, if we'd gone too soon we would have missed all the good stuff I know. <laughs> wait if we'd gone too soon you all would have missed all the good stuff yeah so uh so the update which we can make shorter for his first vet visit is that uh, he's about 40 pounds overweight, so he weighs about 110, a little less, and he should weigh like 70-ish. 
So yeah. uh, we got. I had to. I had to lift him in the car. He is. I mean, imagine like six sacks of cement or something. He's very, really heavy. He's very heavy. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, he looks fat, but he's heavier than he looks. Yeah. Someone compared him to a Weisswurst, <laughs> which are these little German white sausages. And he's kind of like that. There's like no ribs. Chubby. There's no ribs. Uh, so, yeah, he's got some weight to lose. Um, I think we had said last time we didn't know if he had been given his seizure medicines consistently. And so uh, our plan is to give him everything that he was correct prescribed, give it correctly for two weeks, and then see if we can wean him the off. The consistency wasn't the problem. It was the dosage. Well, I mean, it was both, right? Like, yeah. We but think he was, he was maybe getting the wrong dose. We talked about that last time when he was at the clinic. The yeah, but it was boarding. all math. He was getting a lot more than he probably needed. But in the records, his owners weren't sure that he was getting his doses every day um, before that, which is a, is problematic because it seems like every time he had a seizure, like they They would his be dosage. the ones giving it to him, so they're not sure. And I think they couldn't, and they had like, they called it a dog walker, but he was never walked. But I think they had like a dog person coming in who maybe was supposed to give him his medicines. I don't know. Not Communication could have broken down there. So anyway, we're doing two weeks on his regular meds. And then um, he's on phenylbarbital. So we're especially going to see if we can wean him off that because it's very hard on the system. It also makes them want to eat a lot and gain weight. And so he may be hallucinating right now from that. Yeah. Um, he has no training. And so, you know, part of it is like we've got to get him some exercise. So I've started taking him swimming like we got a little life vest for him. And he uh, likes that pretty good. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And he he's not at all averse to the water. I mean, as you all saw on the snaps the first day, he just kind of charged in there. No, that was, um, that was too much. That was too much. Yeah. So I'm going in with him and, you know, kind of getting him out to where, you know, he can't stand. I mean, it's good for him to just walk around in there, too. It's like physical therapy for queso or bank. Yeah. Because when he comes out, whenever he comes out of the water, he collapses because he's he so much of his weight is held off his back legs in the water so he's getting good exercise with and then when he tries to stand without the buoyancy he kind of falls it's like coming back from the moon yeah so we're uh but i'm also kind of guiding him out you know off the into the canal part where it's deeper so he you know i don't make him swim a lot but swims a bit and sometimes i'll hold him so he can't make forward progress and then you know that gets more paddles in uh he should be very buoyant his his bone to weight ratio is very low. Yeah, but his technique sucks, so he does <laughs> tend to go under. The jacket, the life jacket helps with that. He's got, I mean, in his defense, I guess, he's got no muscle tone. The guy can't have good technique. No, the vet, the vet checked his back legs and was like, oh, there's just at no muscle development at all. Like, he clearly hasn't really used them. Um, he may also have an injury on one of his knees, which wouldn't be unusual. Just the clicking. It clicks when he goes up. We've had him go up the stairs once and it clicks. And she said it feels sort of thicker. But the fact that he's so overweight and has no muscle strength, it wouldn't be surprising if he had hurt his knee. He's almost carrying like a vink around. Yeah. So anyway, so we've been doing swimming every day. And then, um, you know, his back paws, I mentioned on the last podcast, were sore after our walk because they had kind of been rubbed rubbed raw. Um, So... I have been putting booties on him. We did the sled dog booties once, but he kind of scrapes his feet because his, his muscles are not good. Um, so I put him in St. Patrick's booties, which have a little more. He's still destroying a pair of those, but whatever. We have a lot of extras. Um, 
and that's just until his paws heal but it, then we can still get him out and exercise and he actually loves his walks he's very slow but he does good on the yeah walks. And, he's, and he's pretty adventurous around the yard he, he's like goes around mm-hmm. to inspects things and loops around yep until he gets tired and then he kind of splutes he does so we're uh you know we're not trying to push him too hard because he's just got nothing but same on walks right he's spluted for you a few times he he just gets to a point and then he's like and i'm laying down here <laughs> and that's fine we let him wait and then we come back Poor we man. don't ever go too far from the house so it's okay um but i i think in a month we're going to see a huge difference in terms of his strength and abilities is everything yeah. okay he's behind me Jared's looking around he's not doing anything bad no he likes sleeping on the porch like we're inside he's outside it's, it's weird our porch is screened in and so we can leave the sliding door open and not get any bugs in here or get very few bugs in here right and the temperature is roughly one to one he loves it out there he does he sleeps out there i know he spends all day out there and then he sleeps at night out there i know it's I kind of like a queso s- redux though i mean he's he's yeah, not queso quite ready to, to, to integrate completely it's been three days give the guy a break but what a busy three days. Yeah. It is interesting. I mean, we, Jared and I had talked about this, that, you know, when Queso came to us, she was very traumatized. Uh, and she always wanted to be in another room. And in fact, when we got her at the beginning of December, and then we came down to the Keys, not to this house, but to a she house that we rented. She couldn't walk either. Yeah, she couldn't really walk, much like him. Um, and when we were in our rental house down here in the Keys, she went into like one of the guest bedrooms and she just slept in there. Like we never saw her a yeah, lot of the time. Like across the other side of the house. Yeah. She's like, I just want to be by myself. And he's much, he, he's not anything like that mentally, but he definitely like goes out there because he kind of just needs some space. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's got some weird mannerisms. Yeah. It's, you know, it's stressful. And I think yeah. he feels safer when he's got a little... That was Guac bumping into the table uh, when he's got some space. So yeah, it's not like Guac has gotten like better while <laughs> while we take care. None of the other dogs understand that we have a traumatized new member of the squad. All the other dogs are like, "What about me?" Uh, especially Brody. Dear Dad. Uh, that was Guac. Uh, that was you throwing the ball. Guac wanted me to. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> forgot we're podcasting kind of yeah. um anyway so yeah he's the other dogs are i mean everybody's getting along fine he's uh voodoo's playing a little bit guac has has been actually really good about trying to get him to tug um so he's fitting in great he's fitting in really good with the squad there's no tension at all yeah um and yeah, we're working on our training. So there's like the physical training and then I'm, he doesn't know any, com- he knows how to sit, which is good. He does have a sit. And once he can get up and down better, we'll be able to use that. But he, it's, this isn't a situation where we can have him sit and then like, oh, and then he'll get back up and we can have him sit again. Like he just usually lays down if you make him sit. It's tiring for him to sit, yeah. Um, but I was like, all right, so what, what training can I work on with him when he can't get up and do stuff? And so we've been working on leave it, which is good, like if they have something in their mouth to get them to drop it, but also to have them not pick something up in the first place. Why don't um, you teach that to Guac? 
Does Guac pick up a lot of stuff he shouldn't? No, but he never lets go of what he has. Oh, no, Guac would definitely <laughs> do well with it. would be a, good. I mean, like... Like a drop it for Guac would I don't be good. Wanna, I, wrestling a ball out of his mouth is super fun for him and super not fun for anyone else. We could definitely work on a drop it with Guac. That'd be easy because if you take another ball, he drops the ball he that's does, in his mouth. He does. Or if you put a treat there, he reluctantly drops the ball. Yeah, so it'd, it'd be very easy to teach it to him. I'll, I'll work on that. All right. All right. We're going to check back in, say, the first podcast of 2021. It would have to be a ball, though, because he loves the ball. Yeah. All right. So the goal will be for Guac to drop the tennis ball out of his mouth semi-reliably by New Year's. Okay. Okay. We'll check back in. I'll make a note. All right. Um, But, yeah. So uh, Voodoo just picks up all kinds of shit, and we need him to not do that. And... He doesn't understand what no means. He doesn't understand anything. And so leave it is a really good command to get him to do that. He, I mean, it's been like, what, three days? Yeah. And he's doing so good. Like last night I had, and I tried to show dear dad, I got it to work once and then he was getting a little tired. It sort of worked a second time. I got it to where I would like reach into his little treat jar. He has these like dehydrated liver snacks. And I could take one out of the jar and put it on one paw. That was pretty amazing. And out of the jar and put it on the other paw and then have him wait. And then I would give him one myself. I mean, I've only seen this on Twitter and TikTok. It it was very good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for him to go from like not knowing any command to like figuring, I figured out what leave it means and to be patient enough to be like, there's two delicious snacks sitting on me and I'm not going to eat them. Is everything okay out there? Yeah, it seems okay. Okay. Dear dad is facing the porch and my back is to the porch. So he keeps leaning around, like looking to the left and to the right to see what he's doing out there. So I never know what's going on behind me. Um, so while he is doing well with his understanding of what leave it means, it's only been three days. And so getting it to work in practice when he has something he really wants in his mouth, like we forgot to close the pantry door and he stuck his head in the recycling bin and pulled out a can of like an empty can of St. Patrick's food, which is his favorite thing to pull out of there. Oh, right. So it's got like a sharp edge on it. Uh, But it tastes like dog food. Yeah. It's, I'm sure it smells delish. And then we're like, leave it. He's like, fuck you. (laughs) He bites pretty hard. Yeah. He's, he doesn't bite us, but he bites down really hard on what he's got in his mouth. He has that in his mouth real hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, when he came in, we also knew that, like we had said before, he shredded his dog beds, he chewed stuff, and he did eat some of our socks. Uh, no, he chewed holes in some of our socks. Yep. Fine. So we've been being pretty good about... We're like, well, he can't counter surf because he can't get up. He doesn't yeah. have ups. That's the only good thing. Yeah. So if you notice in the snaps, there's like shoes and stuff on, on the table and everything. That's just so we've got our stuff off the floor so he doesn't go for it. Yeah. It wouldn't work for guac because... A, Guac's taller, and B, Guac can stand up on his rear legs. Uh, Yeah. So we've like, okay, we've got to keep, we've got a lot of doors closed now. Got to close the door so he doesn't like get into the, the bathroom that's off of our bedroom is also where the laundry is. And so he likes to go in there. So we've got the laundry off the floor, but we also try to keep that door closed. Yep. So yesterday... There's one restaurant that we will still go eat at in Key West because it's super... The tables are like 12 feet apart. It's fully, outside. Fully outside, yeah. Um, 
and it's the only place that feels safe <laughs> to go at this point. So we went out to dinner, um, and it's still quite warm here, but I am now a Floridian, and so it was like 78 degrees, so I brought a sweatshirt, wore the sweatshirt at dinner. It was a little windy. It was breezy, yeah. Uh, man, like Chicago and Jen from my 20s would be so embarrassed at me right now, but yeah, no whatever. Uh, we got home, and I put the sweatshirt on the bed, and then went, you know, changed into a long sleeve t-shirt and took some of the other dogs out for a walk. And your dad was like cleaning up the house and doing stuff and sleeping on the couch. <laughs> sleeping <laughs> on the couch. So at some point, your dad goes after after I have walked the dogs. Your dad goes into the bedroom and he's like, "Oh man, like he got your sweatshirt. Uh, you know, he wrecked your sweatshirt." And sure enough, it's like missing an arm. And I was like, well, it's, you know, fine. Like, I liked it, but it's like an old Navy hoodie. Like, it's not, it wasn't super precious or whatever. My and people call it sleeve. The sleeve, yeah. <laughs> Your <Whatever>. arms are fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was like, where's the rest of the arm, right? It's like ripped off close to the shoulder. It looked like a World War One battlefield injury. Yeah, so there's a whole long sleeve. It's a long sleeve sweatshirt, right? It's a regular old hoodie. That one sleeve is long. One sleeve is long. Okay, so he destroyed it, whatever. I don't care. Where's the sleeve? And so we're like going through the laundry, like Giordano's yeah. changing the sheets. Is it? And I'm like, I know right where that is. It's in him. Yeah, it was not anywhere <laughs> else. <laughs> so we did, just like with guac in the Brillo pad, go through everything in the house to make sure. Yep. And I was like... You know, like dogs will eat stuff all the time. Usually they'll either pass it pass it in their poop or they'll vomit it up if it gets stuck in there. What are we, unlucky? Because that, that has not worked for us in the past. <laughs> but but it's a whole sleeve, an entire sleeve. I know. And I pictured him swallowing it whole. And so I'm like... Yeah, like a snake. That's that's not even going to get out of his stomach. No, it's certainly it's like not coming through. it's a queso flashback and yeah. it's bad. So I called the vet. It's like 10 o'clock. And I was like, he ate the whole sleeve. And they're like, <laughs> ah, bring him in. <laughs> they're like, you could wait. And I was like, yeah, we're coming. So we go up there. Usually at the emergency clinic at our vet's very busy. There was nobody there. It was literally just me and the vet and the tech. And uh, so I bring him in. And they're you, like, we're you brought the sweatshirt in too. I brought show. the sweatshirt to be like, I need you to understand how much. <laughs> Look, it's is still missing. wet. The scene <laughs> of the crime is still wet. I did say that. Oh. And uh, so we walked in. And obviously, they knew we were coming. So they're like, we're just going to take him right back to X ray. Which of your dogs is it now, <laughs> Jen? <laughs> they know them all so well. Uh, so they take him back and they x ray him and they come back and they're like yeah it looks like there's something in there they're inordinately amused about all this uh, you know fortunately it's nothing super dangerous like we caught it right away yeah so there's no obstruction and it's not a brillo pad or like a knife Ugh. right like something that's gonna, needles yeah yeah so they're like so we're gonna give him some stuff to make him vomit up so they basically give him some food that like coats the stomach which i guess helps it feel not as bad and then they give him some medicine that makes him puke it's a real emotional roller coaster for the dog he's like oh food delish that's what they said like when they finally came up and talked to me they're like he was so excited when we gave him the food he was like <laughs> wagging his tail and had his face all up in there and then we gave him the medicine and then he starts getting this look on his face i think like, i was Mole. tricked <laughs> so so i didn't see, right they had him in the back so they're you know they took him for the x-rays they kept him back they're like we're gonna give him the stuff to puke it up i'm like great do it 
And so I'm sitting there. There's nobody else in the vet, right? I'm in a room. And then the three people who are working are in the back. And that's it. And so I'm just sitting there in the room, like, playing two dots. And then I hear everybody cheer. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and I was like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Clearly, he puked him up. So it's hilarious. The vet comes in, and she's, she's the one who has worked on Brody's urinary tract infection, St. Patrick's eye. So she's been seeing a lot of us. I love her. I mean, all the vets there are good. but it's she's good she hasn't, like, reported us to animal control and been like, something wrong. It does... Something with these pets, man. You are not nice to your pets. So she comes up. She's like, let me show you this video, which is, <laughs> I'm thinking a video of him. No, it's a video of this like six-month-old golden retriever puppy. She's like, this is my favorite dog puking thing up video. <laughs> this is a golden retriever puppy like in the back of a vet, and he starts kind of like retching, right? You see, it clearly, he's going to puke. I mean, they've given him medicine to make him puke. And, and he's like going, retching, retching, retching. And then all he stands up, all right, it's going to come out. And then he's like, Bleh! and out of him ejects like an eight inch long rubber shark toy. <laughs> he had swallowed it whole. So all of a sudden there's this like fish. <laughs> like, it's like a reverse like, of Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very funny video. I'll have to see. It must, I think it's on TikTok or something. That's hilarious. Uh, so she, then she's just like, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> he puked up the whole sweatshirt too. Uh, so she's like, and I was like, how bad was it? She's like, you want to come see it? And she's like, nobody else is here. So they brought me in the back and they had like this big ass tub that they'd had him puke everything <laughs> into, which is good. I mean, better than the floor. Yeah. And like all his pill pockets with his medicine were in there. <sighs> and fortunately he had not swallowed the sleeve whole, which is sort of what I was Oh, he did. He shredded it. In, in it was in, pieces. in chunks. Yeah, so they it were. would have been okay, probably. She said they wouldn't have passed. They would not have passed. Yeah, she's like, I don't think that would have passed because they were. St- I mean, it was you know like six inch by six inch pieces, Eesh. which would have a hard time going through everything. Eesh. So it was a whole sleeve, Ingo, a whole Dope. arm. Dope. <laughs> so anyway, he was fine. He didn't need any surgery. It was not a big deal. Uh, he slept through the night. He's like, he's fine. He's, oh, he's totally fine. He has no regrets or guilt. No, to the point that when... What did we do? Where did we go today? Oh, we had to go pick up GR Dad's car, which is finally back in the Keys after From it's... Jacksonville. <laughs> it was, we had it like transported down here. We had to go pick it up. So we were gone for like... <laughs> the car had a longer trip than I did. It mm, did. Wait, what? <laughs> it, so it was like an hour and a half of driving. We had to drive up to Marathon and get it and come back. And so I had tossed into the bedroom uh, like a dust rag and a towel and closed the door because I'm like, oh, he might get these. Let me toss them in there. And while we were gone, he pushed the door open to the bedroom, got the dust rag, and there's a small chunk of it missing. He is unimpressed by barriers. Clearly, like, yes. We oh, have this yes. baby gate for the kitchen, which deters all the other dogs because they understand it's a gate. We don't go through here. They don't like walk doesn't jump over it. Nobody tries he to. He could, but he doesn't. Nobody. Exactly. No. Voodoo just like bulled right through it. Like it's not even there. He just pushes on it. He's like, oh, this thing moves. What the heck? <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. So the door to our bedroom. Uh, kind of latches, but not really. Not really latch. Yeah. Um, it's part of 
I think I've mentioned we bought this house because everything in it was broken, which is how we could afford it. Um, and that includes like yeah. two of the doors, actually, when you close them latch closed. It is a little ratchet. We have like broken tiles in the bathroom and like oh, there's, I, there's just a lot of exposed stuff that shouldn't be exposed. Yeah, the, the subfloor was rotted in our bathroom around the toilet. Yeah. So that was a big repair. And then so now there's just like plywood because that's like that was going to be our first project. And now it's been two years well, we don't have new windows yet i mean we have them we just don't have them installed right, we're not talking about the windows they're boring <laughs> boring to talk about the windows oh, oh okay the subfloor is thrilling compared to windows I'm just saying jared dad that you can sometimes drone on about home improvement projects. no rules includes no <laughs> rules i can say whatever i want you, you want to tell them about the windows no okay, i think good. it's fine I've, I've said my piece okay thank you very much anyway yeah, so he ate part of a dust rag today. Not enough that we had to take him to the vet. It's not a big chunk that's missing. But he's not learning. No. So it's interesting. So you and I haven't even talked about this yet, but I was like... See, I learned so much during, the pos- during these podcasts. So uh, I did mention on the last podcast that I'm talking to Michael, the trainer, on Tuesday, which I'm excited about. He's Zooming? We're going to Zoom. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. he'll talk, get to see Guac again and then give me some advice on voodoo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to talk to him about this. But I was, you know, I know the general process of how to train this, um, which is we get the leave it and then we start kind of putting more attractive stuff in front of him and training him to leave that. And, you know, eventually they get it. All of our dogs have learned to not chew stuff, including Hops and Vink, who chewed some very expensive things when they were puppies. Yeah. Guac too, though. I mean, he he, yeah. had, he wasn't entirely sure what was toy, what was not. Yeah, and he's much better. So it's definitely a trainable thing, but I was looking for like, you know, what's some good advice? And so one thing that I found that was interesting that I hadn't thought of is like to take stuff that you know that they want to eat. So like take some socks and put like the bitter apple spray no. on there and then leave them you know, be sure that you're around so you can watch, but leave them out where the dog might snatch them. And then they're going to get this really negative reinforcement, like, oh, these socks taste terrible. And it kind of helps them be a little more hesitant next time they see one of those things. Yeah, that'd be good. So I, I was like, oh, that's a great idea to like, just, you know, be like, okay, like, let's grab a couple socks. And, you know, once we come in, we'll leave those somewhere. And as like a trap, it's a trap. Yeah, that, that'll work unless they all talk to each other. And then Vink will be like, what are you talking about? Socks taste delicious. Vink is definitely. And Voodoo will be like, no, socks are nasty. They have that bitter apple flavor. And Vink is like, no, you're crazy. Try socks. They're great. <laughs> Try socks. The One of the battles that Jared Dad and I had uh, before we came down here long term is that he would, he was in the habit of taking his old socks and like tying them into knots and giving them to the dogs as toys. We did do. I did it. We started with hops, I think. And as tug toys. And you did it with Buttercup. Yeah, yeah. And so Vink chews up socks all the time. And so he'd be. I'd be like, Vink, stop eating my socks. And then Inga'd be like, Here's a sock, Vink. This one's tied. I in made a, a toy out of it. Yeah. I mean, we had like two months where I was like, You cannot give her socks as toys. She keeps eating my socks. And you'd be like, Okay. And then like three days later, he's like, Here's a nut. Let's tug on my sock. You'd be like, you can't wear those socks. They have holes in them. I'd be like, oh, Vink, give it over here. Toy for Vink. Yeah. Yeah. So. Vink's my, my baby. To be fair, once you stopped giving the socks as tug toys, her eating of socks decreased. Not to zero. I'm not saying it ended, yeah. but it definitely went down. That's true. It was less confusing for her. Yeah. Now she's, she's in the living room and she just 
flipped under her back and she's got all of her little legs sticking up and like a dead bug, like a cockroach that walked across some poison. She's living the life, man. <laughs> living the life. Uh, so anyway, that's the voodoo update. He's fine. He's very smart. He's super affectionate. He's he's a really wonderful boy. Everybody's getting along. It It is weird. The vet commented on this too, right? Where she was like, he's three? Yeah, the vet's last night. Because they hadn't seen his records, right? They were just like, oh, emergency coming in. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's three. Yeah, they were shocked. Because he acts like an old dog. I mean, he, he, mm-hmm. he moves like queso where he's yeah. just got the weak legs and he gets tired and he has to lie down and he's he doesn't he's 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 gone down the stairs he's gone down the stairs a few times successfully yeah. a few times with some barcore yeah <laughs> but he can't go up the stairs at all no. he can't push himself up so it's it's just he, you just have a feeling like he's an old dog he acts like an old dog it is i mean he does act like a 12 year old dog and it's just because he's both really overweight and really out of shape yeah and it has aged him incredibly but the good thing is it's undoable right, right? so it's that's right it's too bad that it will take us a long time to undo it. Like you can't lose 40 pounds. Yeah. No one can lose 40 pounds quickly. Right. But that's why it's so, so surprising or incongruous how smart he is. And like, he's really quick and actually kind of interested and he gets playful moments too. He just yeah. gets tired then right away again. And then he's more yeah. like oh, old dog again. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's a weird mix of like puppy and old dog. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be great. Like this time next year, he's going to be like, it is an ideal weight. He'll be on like the right dose of medicine, so hopefully less dopey. He'll be stronger. He did stronger. talk with Guac, right? I mean, he's playful. He, yeah. He'll, he'll figure it out. Yeah. I think he and Guac are going to be like super good friends. I I think like once he can do stuff, they're going to chase each other around oh, yeah. and like pull on stuff. I think they're going to have a really good time. I'm I'm very excited for it because <laughs> uh, like Guac and Hops and Vink all play great together, but yeah. Hops and Vink are six and seven. Um, and the, you know, they've got lots of good playtime in them, but Guac will also, you know, like he tugs really hard and stuff and Hops likes to tug with him, but eventually Hops is going to get tired of like the super hard tugs and it's going to be awesome for Guac to have another kind of young playmate around who can yeah. roll around. Who's like his size. I mean, Guac's taller than Voodoo, but Voodoo's going to be like way bulkier than Guac. He's going to kick Guac's ass. I'm pretty sure. You think? I don't know. Guac's pretty strong. That's true. They're going to have a great time. Guac's like a horse. That, yeah, he is. I know a small horse. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, all the dogs smell good right now because you showered them for, I don't know, you took an hour and a half. But Everybody you know, got a bath today. It, it's hour and a half process. It was, yeah. It's so nice having that outdoor shower, though, because it's like the... Uh, like the enclosure is made of cedar, but it also came with like a cedar, sort of like a pallet thing that you stand on. Oh yeah. Um, and th- like that makes it sound a little more ratchet, but it's like a little platform. And so that's so much nicer than doing it in the tub because they don't slide around. Like their right. footing is really good. Um, and you know, they're enclosed in that relatively so- small space. It's Yeah, none of them were super happy about it, but they're very resigned to it. Yeah. And, I mean, it was traumatizing when we had to give Patrick a bath up here the yeah, one time. Because it is slippery and you can't get, oh, he, he can't get purchased. Oh, and he's banging around into the walls. Falling and on just, his side, yeah. freaking out. It this was, was pretty routine. Awful. He's just like, oh, I guess I'm getting wet. He's this, like, I don't really like, like the this. rain. It's fine. Yeah. I've been in the rain. Yeah, he did great. Uh, yeah, and now he looks like a Q-tip or something. He looks great. <laughs> very, f- very fluffy. Yeah. He, he was definitely due for a bath. And guac, too. Uh, 
So yeah, every it smells real nice. All the dogs smell. Oh real my nice. god, no one smells like rotten low tide. <laughs> Before it was like they they never really smell bad. Well, except for CB has because he has like permadamp in yeah. his neck. He he's like a sponge. He's his. Weirdly enough, he's like a sponge. Yeah, he does hold a lot of water in his neck. Yeah. But that Nature's Miracle, like, dog spray, mm. uh, I tweeted about it. Because you can get it for, like, two bucks That's on Amazon. You, you, bought him, you bought him out. Oh, my God. It's supposed to be $10 a bottle. And somebody has it mispriced on Amazon. And you can only buy three bottles. But they're $2, which is it's got to be like the wholesale price. I don't know why they haven't fixed it. A yeah. bunch of people have ordered it. It <laughs> works so good. It smells good. It smells like, I don't know, like flowers a little bit, but yeah. in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it it doesn't cover up the bad smell. Like it gets rid of it. It's got the enzyme stuff in it, you know, like they have for like the carpet shampoo and the pee treatment. It doesn't smell like, it's not the same scent as that. Um, it's got a really nice smell. Yeah, it's not like Febreze. Or right. it just covers it up with some other somewhat, no, it's not it like gets, Axe. Gets you know. rid of it. Yeah. No, it's, it works great. It's really good stuff. And so that works on CB. But too. so does a shower. Yeah. He's not, actually, he got, he got one of the earlier showers and then went and rolled in the mud and then he had to get a second shower. He was, he was twice as dirty. He was super dirty after his was, shower. I was like, oh, he doesn't really need another bath. And I looked at his legs and they were just like Black. dark brown. I was they like, were like jasmine. <sighs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, do we want to talk about the other thing? No. Okay. We'll talk Keep about it. Keep some secrets. Like, otherwise, no one's going to listen to podcasts again after this one. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I'm like, but I now have all the information. Thank you very much. I will not listen to anymore. There are secrets that we will likely tell you about on next week's podcast. Maybe. Which will drop a little bit late, I think. Because of Thanksgiving. Know, Thanksgiving. That's right. So. Who knows? Probably Friday night is when next week's podcast will drop instead of Thursday. Uh, don't travel, guys. It's not worth it. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, don't go, don't go hang out with your family. Don't let them die. Yeah. Okay, we don't need to talk about that. This is a, a happy, uplifting podcast. Anyway, dogs smell good. The dogs smell good. Uh, the towels, the pile of towels that we had after the shower. Oh, we almost blew up our like dryer, and it's like towels. a super heavy-duty dryer. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think, I think that's all the update. I mean, it's only been a few days, but yep, 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 yep. everybody's doing good. So, um, so yeah, voodoo fitting in great. Um, you know, I see all signs pointing to him staying, but we have to foster him for two weeks. So it will not be until I think it's like November 30th or December 1st as would be his two weeks are up like a week from Monday will be his day that we can officially declare anything. Here's my me rolling my eyes. Why? Because it's like, it's not like there's a t- clock ticking and on, in two weeks we're going to unload him. We, it's, it's, no. I mean, I just said that he's probably going to stay. I'm just yeah. saying that like people are like, is he permanent? Is he staying? Is he staying? And it's like, we, we have to foster him for two weeks. I don't know. He might reject us. He, he might be like, no, I do not accept your love. <laughs> I did say to someone, I think right when he came, they were like, oh, is he staying? And and I was like, well, you know, we see how he fits in with everybody. And, and you know, someone was like, they always stay. And I was like, not if he's a jerk. Yeah. If he's a jerk, we give him to somebody else. But he's been a jerk now. He ate my sweatshirt. If he's not a sh- jerk to the dogs that you love, you can handle jerk to you. It's yeah. jerks to other dogs. That's true. If he ate Guac's arm, yep. he'd have to go. The dogs we've given up are the ones that don't fit in with the other dogs. 
or that need something we can't give them. Like Swizzle, uh, Sizzle, Swizzle we had. Sizzle, who is now with Barb Nelson, True. fit in great with the squad. Yeah. But she needed, she would have been happier with more attention than she could get with just us. Um, I yeah. mean, she, she was a breeder dog, kind of kept in a crate with no love or attention. And she wasn't even super needy, but you could just tell with her that that having being one of five was was tougher for her yeah yeah like she definitely needed a dog friend but she also you know really needed to to kind of connect more yeah not that we ignore any of these dogs but sometimes they just like it can be a little much and so she's one where she fit in great we we absolutely could have kept kept her and she would have been happy everyone would have been fine but she's happier oh my goodness she's in heaven yeah zoe yeah i mean it's the best fit for her so yeah yeah um, but yeah, I mean, at this, and look, we've adopted out way more dogs than we have kept. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it wasn't until yeah. Maggie and Jasmine that I kept any, I adopted everybody out. Um, but yeah, now we do tend to keep them more. I think the rescue has our number though. And they only send us ones that are like, nobody else wants this one. They're not sending us like the puppies that are easy to adopt out. To be fair. I've always told them, like when I signed up to foster, I was like old, sick or both. I'm just saying it's it's there's a there's a lot of things going on here and it's not just like we're getting a random cross section of yeah of adoptable goldens you know we're getting the ones the dregs (laughs) well yeah and there's I mean on purpose right yeah 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 like guac is a real exception but normally uh he's a weirdo he is he's for sure a weirdo and we are we were his second foster home uh because he didn't work at the first one but yeah i mean he's he's borderline nuts <laughs> i did get a lot of perfectly fine ones for you know they were just kind of giving me whoever for a long time yeah and then i was kind of like send me the old ones like send me the sick ones i know how to do this and once they figured out so they they kind of have a you know there's a big pool of fosters right and then when a dog comes in like there's a foster coordinator who places the foster you know they'll the foster coordinator will go to a foster home and be like, Hey, do you want this dog? Right. And, and there's a big roster of people who are happy to foster, you know, healthy, normal dogs that just come in. Right. Um, and, and then there's sort of like the specialty people. And so there's like a person who just does, um, you know, behavioral issues. She's like really good at training and she'll take the dogs who have like really serious behavioral problems and work with them. Um, which isn't a thing that we do. Right. Um, and then there's, I think two of us that do hospice kind of situations. I mean, two of us who sort of specialize in that other people have done it, but, right. oh, you get a hospice dog in, like there's us and there's somebody else. There's a few of us that do like the really old dogs. There's a few of us who will take in, um, it's gotta be someone who like does housebreaking too and stuff. I mean, it's, yeah, it's I mean, housebreaking an adult dog is actually pretty easy. They learn it's much easier than a puppy. Um, but like heartworm, there's people who will take dogs Oof. with heartworm. Wow. Um, which is just like they basically just have to not move. Like they can't move. They can't they move. might kill them. Yeah. Yeah. And that like it would be really hard for us to take a heartworm positive dog because like keeping them still, especially with all these dogs, would be yeah. hard. We, so there's people right. who do that. That's why you can't do behavioral. If like someone's got food and jealousy food aggression and things it just won't work yeah Yeah. so so we're kind of on the list of you know hospice super old dogs 
you know, complex medical issues. So not that that's the bulk of the dogs that come Mental problems. <laughs> <laughs> Ever no. since Vank. Vank. I'm sorry, Vank. Vank doesn't know her name. <laughs> but we bo- we got her as a puppy. Yeah, well, she, she just has yes, plowed a path. Anyway. Uh, Quack has neurological issues, too. <laughs> you looked him in the eyes. You, you stop insulting my dogs. He is your boy. He's, they're both very good dogs. Yes, they are. Nothing oh, wrong I'm with them. Fully in everyone's corner here. Hmm. Five corners, I'm in all of them <laughs> with the dogs. Six. There's six dogs six. now. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Voodoo. <laughs> Second time today that you've said five dogs. You know, math, not my strong suit. <laughs> Uh, I think you said you had a German word of the week, even though it's the No Rules podcast. Oh, I was going to do Schweinsgalopp. Yeah, I've had that on the list for a little while. Schweinsgalopp. Yeah. It's a pig gallop. I mean, that's where I would have gone, but I don't it's know what like, that means. It, it, can, it sort of means super fast, like I really booked it. Like, oh. But it also can mean if you you perform something, you can like make your bed in a Schweinsgalopp, like you do a shitty job because you're rushing through it. So it's it's either fast or bad. Yeah, or rushed, right? Mm. Like, yeah, it's like frantically fast. And it can refer, you know, normally it's like, it's faster than fast, like double time, quick, quick. Yeah, interesting. If you're in a rush, sometimes it schweins go up and implies some franticness. Are pigs that fast? I mean, I know like no, wild No, I think it's just dramatic are... when they run. They look very, <laughs> they look very dramatic. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, schweins go up. Well... There you go. That's our no rules update. Um, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Don't get the COVID. Don't bite anybody. And don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. We'll yeah. talk to you on Friday, probably. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.